0: Leafs Converts Hockey World, what is up? This is the Leafs Convo Podcast. I'm Norman James, your host, and I'm super pumped. It is opening night for the Maple Leafs season, one that could go down in the history books as maybe their best ever. Do we know if they're going to win the Cup? We're not so sure, but there's only one way to find out. Drop the puck and let's start playing the games. In terms of this podcast, it's time to drop the puck on our prediction episode. Mike Agelo is at Scotiabank Place and he is raring to go. I'm ready. I know you are too. So what do you say let's pod? The Leafs combo starts right now. And here he is, our man on the scene, the one we love so much, Mr. Michael P. Augello. Hello, sir. Good afternoon, Norman. How are you? Not too bad. I hear you're at Scotiabank Arena. There's something going on there tonight, apparently.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what. I've never seen more reporters in my life for a regular season game, but it's the opener. It's Montreal versus Toronto. It's a Sportsnet game. Um, Hockey Day in Canada. So, yeah, there's just little things going on, you know.
0: So you heard the coaches, the head coaches speak pregame, Claude Julien for the Habs, Mike Babcock for the Maple Leafs. Anything interesting? Any revelations?
1: Um, Well, the interesting thing from Claude Julien is that, uh, you know, a couple of veteran players like Thomas Blacanitz who – um, has put, you know played over 900 NHL games uh, he was a healthy scratch which as soon as I heard that I, I thought to myself well this is a guy that the Leafs traded a second round pick for last year and he can't even uh, make the lineup on a team that is not deep at center and you know it's just not a, it, it's not a good visual for that trade let's just say uh, but Carl Alsner who I think was second or third in the NHL in terms of consecutive games played was a scra- was a healthy scratch Um, So that was a little bit interesting for, for Montreal. As for the Leafs, I mean, it's, you know, it's Tavares' first game. It's the anticipation of what is to come. You know, people are asking Austin Matthews and Tavares about uh, their you know, the anticipation of winning a cup, the hype about this team winning a cup and, you know, what that may portend. But, you know, it's it's just, it's the first game. It's one of 82. And I think Tavares actually kept it in pretty good perspective. He's like, you know, this game is important because it's the first one, but it's also one of 82. So you got to sort of have to keep that mentality. That shows the experience of John Tavares and what I think they went out and got in free agency.
0: Yeah, John is a guy of few words but he does his talking through his play he leads by example and I think he's going to be marvelous for the Maple Leafs this season uh Mike it's time to play it's time to drop the puck for you and I it's time to make some predictions do you want to do it
1: definitely let's do it
0: so the Leafs regular season I have them picking up 114 points what say you
1: uh I have a little less I think they're going to do better than they did last year um I think the fact that Florida is going to be more competitive and Buffalo may be a 500 team with a lot of good young talent. Um, I think they're going to go
0: about 109. Uh, Either way, it would be a franchise record. One that would eclipse (sighs) the record that, yeah, the one that would eclipse the record they set um, last season. All right. In terms of the playoffs, how far do the Maple Leafs go? Do you think they break the first round curse, especially if they have to play Boston? I've got them going to the conference final.
1: Well, I, I, it's all based on matchups. Again, I'm still a little fearful, and I think most Leaf fans would be if they face Boston because Boston, I think, is more of a playoff-tested team, you know, more aggressive, and the Leafs, I think, one of the challenges this year is going to be whether they can withstand a team who tries to sort of rough them up a little bit, and we know that Boston can and will do that. But I think they'll get by the first round, but I just don't know whether they'll get by Tampa. Maybe Tampa gets upset by somebody, but I, I'm thinking they get to the second round, but I, I don't know whether they get past the second round.
0: We'll see which team is exasperated, which team has extra fuel in the tank. And if the Leafs don't go far in the playoffs, how much of a microscope is centered on Mike Babcock? And when does he start feeling the pressure in having to get this team to the promised land? Um, do the Leafs have any major trophy winners this season? Uh, I
1: think there's a possibility of Austin Matthews winning you know, something like the Rocket Richard, you know, in terms of most goals, but, you know, that would, I mean, (laughs) if that happens, then open up the coffers, uh, MLS and me because it'll cost you a lot to sign him.
0: Interesting. Austin Matthews wants to be more of a Wayne Gretzky than a Mario Lemieux, right? He wants to pick up more assists. He says he does. We'll see how that turns out. How many goals does John Tavares get? I put out on Twitter, 52. No one's matched me with that. That's pretty high, but, you know, who knows? The expectations are, are, are great for him and did he really realize his full potential on Long Island with those players? And maybe he can finally reach the potential that he's always had with uh, an all-star group around him in Toronto. Well,
1: with and I, when you posted that on Twitter, my response was a, a little snippet video of, uh, Roman Polak wearing number 46. That's why I said uh, th- that was a hint. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to score 46. I don't think he's going to score 50,
0: but he'll get close. Does Austin Matthews pick up 100 points as he reaches the century mark this season? No, I don't think so. I've got I think him he'll, at 90, 92. Yeah.
1: I, think he'll, I think he'll score more goals than he will assist. I know I know he wants to be more of a playmaker and mm-hmm. have more assists, but I think he's a, he's a goal-scoring center, which is not a bad thing to, to be.
0: Who picks up more apples, Matthews or Marner? Marner. I've got Matthews at 59 because I'm going with what he's dedicated to, and that's picking up more assists than goals. But you seem to think he's going to you know, follow his, uh, his blueprint from the last few seasons, and that would be okay too. Which defenseman has a better season, Morgan Riley or Jake Gardner? Morgan Riley. How come?
1: I think he's just a better all-around defenseman, and he's going to be the point man on the number one power play, which I think means he'll get more points. Gardner will be on the second power play and won't get as many points, but he'll probably get more five-on-five.
0: Five. Does Jake Gardner look like a new defenseman this season? It's a big one for him. He wants to make a ton more money, right? Does, does he look like he's take? will he take a step from a maturation uh, perspective?
1: Same old Jake. Wow. Really? I mean, I, I you know, I, it, I just have to say, it's like, I mean, you know, he is what he is. He's 28 going on 29. I'm not saying it's bad. He's an offensive defenseman who's challenged defensively. I don't see him all of a sudden morphing into Rod Langway. He's a he is an offensive defenseman who is average at best defensively.
0: Tell us how you really feel. Uh, Freddie Anderson, how healthy does he stay and how good can he be? He better stay healthy or they're in deep trouble after the events of the last 48 hours
1: with McElhaney and and, uh, and Pickard going on waivers. Now, I think they're going to end up getting one of them back because once one of those two players uh, gets placed on waivers by either Philadelphia or Carolina, the Leafs are first in line and they'll probably reclaim them. But, you know, I'm still skeptical about Garrett Sparks. I, I have to be, you know, he's got to prove something to me that he can do what he did at the AHL level in the NHL. But I think right now, I think Freddie Anderson probably going to start as many games as he did last year. And I don't think that was the plan. So I'm thinking 60 to 66 games.
0: What's Sparks attitude? What's his temperament? Is he a bit saucy? And, you know, if he starts chirping post game about, you know, how he was brought in or, if, if he lets the world know how he feels, um, uncut, unedited, is that going to put him in a bad situation with the head coach?
1: Uh, I think that his play will determine his standing with the head coach. The comments that uh, Babcock made after McElhaney and Pickard were placed on waivers were, you know, McElhaney has done great for us and, Garrett Sparks has a history with the organization and that's why Garrett Sparks was chosen. But the, but the thing is, is that he doesn't have a history with Babcock. Mm -hmm. So if he has two or three bad games, I think Babcock is going to start treating him like a, uh, you know, uh, American version of Jonas Enroth. You know, he basically will, will, his mindset will be, if you play well, you've got my confidence. Mm -hmm. If you don't, then next in line. And right now, there is nobody next in line unless it's Casimir Kaskasuo who's never played an NHL game.
0: Who's the surprise player on this team?
1: I think Tyler Innes, actually. I think Tyler Innes is going to... I mean, he'll benefit from Nealander holding out, and I think he'll do well with uh, with Matthews and Marlowe. And then once Nylander comes back, which eventually he will, I think he's going to probably go down to maybe the third line with uh, Kadri and uh, Connor Brown and play a different role. But I still think he... Is, I mean, I saw him score 20 goals three times with uh, the Sabres. He's quick. He's still very skilled, and I think he's earned his spot on this team. And I think if he stays healthy, he can be a contributor. Do we see Jeremy Bracco? Not this the year. NHL? Nope. Not, not this year, no.
0: Do we see Timothy Lilligren?
1: Not this year, no. Unless there's a, unless there's a, a giant step forward, I think the, the target for Lilligren is next year.
0: Do the Maple Leafs trade for a defenseman? Yes, I hope so. (laughs) Will it be earlier in the season or around the trade deadline? I think it'll be closer to the deadline. Okay. Um, Mike Babcock, does he stay cool throughout or is he going to have some issues with the media?
1: I don't know if I have issues with the media, but I think Babcock is very deft in terms of using the media to get his message out. And I think that that's what's going to happen. If this team has a slump, if this team is sort of full of themselves, I think he's going to use the media to you know, smack them down.
0: And that, that should be the, what, what happens. Speaking of, the Leafs' longest losing streak this season? Three games. I have them at four. And what will be their longest winning streak? Nine games. I've got him at 10. Finally, William Nylander, how does that situation conclude? I think he will sign. I don't think it'll
1: be in the next few days. I think it'll probably be in mid-October when he starts really feeling the pinch of not getting paychecks.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right, my friend. I think this is a situation that is being controlled by Dad, and Dad has to realize his career was okay. But it's come and gone. Let the kid find his own way and let him find his way with the Maple Leafs. Win a few cups uh, in the process. Michael, great stuff as always. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Norman. That's a wrap on our season preview prediction episode. What do you think of our takes at Norman James TLC, at Mike and Buffalo, at the Leafs Convo on Twitter. Also holler at us in the YouTube comments section. A big welcome to Ronaldo Brown. He's going to be doing a special feature for the Leafs Convo, focused on the head coach, the highest paid man in the game, Mike Babcock. For Mike Agello, I'm Norman James. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show?